Hello everyone. It has been a somber 30 days for me. I lost my closest friend and companion, my cat, Charlie. Laugh if you want. I know that many do not understand the feeling of loss and anguish from losing a pet. During this time, I asked myself if God understands my pain regarding the loss of my friend of 17 years. I was 36 when I got him and now I am 53. He was a part of my family and a part of me. I feel so much pain inside. Does God understand? Suggested readings, Psalms 150, for all things praise. James 1, regarding our behavior. Philippians 2, a reminder who the Messiah is. Songs and lyrics casting crowns, scars in heaven, and 10th Avenue North, hold my heart. Lyrics will be at the end of the transcript. The ironic benediction. Yevarecha Adonai vayishmarecha, Yair Adonai penavayalecha vihunecha, Shalom. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. Adonai turn his face towards you and grant you shalom. Numbers 6, 24-26 Does the Lord understand our pain that comes from loss and the pain that deepens with that loss? Does God understand my pain and the loss of my pet, my friend? Genesis 1, 24-25 God said, Let the earth bring forth each kind of living creature, each kind of livestock, crawling animal and wild beast. And that is how it was. God made each kind of wild beast, each kind of livestock, and every kind of animal that crawls along the ground. And God saw that it was good. God created animals and man on the same day. Animals and man were to coexist together in the Garden of Eden. Man and animal living together in harmony. Animals were created before the fall of man, before man was removed from the garden. So I believe God does understand. Today, May 19, 2022, I feel a profound sense of loss. My friend of 17 years is no longer with me. He was not a human friend. He was my pet, my best friend, my cat, Charlie. I realize that we are from all over the world here and that in some countries an animal is just that, an animal, never a beloved family pet. So there are some who may not understand my loss as it is not a human loss. However, for me, the sense of loss of this friend that I always thanked God for is huge. God did not say he would only be close to me when I am brokenhearted due to human loss. Psalm 34:18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. I am both brokenhearted and crushed in spirit, so I know that my Adonai Elohim is with me. God gave me this little creature who was so small he fit into the palm of my hand. He had no fur, and you could see the skin go between his rib cages he would breathe. He was my little runt, and I loved him, and he loved me back. His love was perfect. Yes. The same is true regarding the love of a child, however, my youngest are 28 and have their own lives. When they left home, I did not realize how empty I would feel, so I turned my love to my cat, and he reciprocated. We see here in this verse that God understands and delights in our love for his animal creations, our beloved pets. 2 Samuel 12.3 But the poor man had nothing except for one little ewe lamb, which he had bought and reared. It had grown up with him and his children. It ate from his plate, drank from his cup, and lay on his chest. It was like a daughter to him. During the ups and downs of my life, Charlie was always there, 
just where I truly believed God put him. I needed his love as much as he wanted mine. When he turned four years old, he developed epilepsy, and throughout his life he had many seizures, even with his medication. Later in life, he became blind and developed a heart murmur. And then to top it off, he got cancer on his ears. His ears? I was like, really? You have got to be kidding me. At first, when the doctor advised we would have to have his ears cut off, I thought, no way am I going to cut off my buddy's ears. Then, as time went by and the cancer got worse, I realized I needed to cut off his ears to save his life. So I scheduled the appointment to cut off his ears. He'd also started retaining water in his belly and looked like a cow. He was always a small guy, around seven to eight pounds, so this inordinately large belly made him look like a swollen cow just in his middle. It was funny and sad. The day came for him to go to the procedure and I kissed him goodbye. I told him the night before that we were going to have his ears cut off and make him healthy again. His body would no longer need to focus on trying to heal him. The cancer would be gone and we would fix him up, make him all better. Proverbs 12.10 A righteous man takes care of his animal, but the wicked, even his compassion, is cruel. I dropped Charlie off in the morning without a care in the world, believing I would pick him up later in the day and take him home. The doctor called me a few hours later, and I answered, the, I answered with a happy voice. Hello! The doctor was very calm and advised me that during the anesthesia process, before the start of the surgery, Charlie's heart stopped for a second and they immediately stopped the procedure and removed the anesthesia and began the process of waking him up. I said, I will come right now and pick him up. He said, just wait 15 minutes until the anesthesia wears off a bit. The doctor called me back within 15 minutes to tell me it appeared that Charlie had had a stroke, that he was breathing with the help of an oxygen tube, but he was no longer responsive. I asked the doctor to keep him on the oxygen until I arrived. I truly believed he would hear my voice and turn his head toward me and we would go home. However, that was not the case. When I got there, I asked them to remove the oxygen tube, and they did. He was breathing lightly on his own. I held him for two hours, just hoping he would come back to me. I kept telling him, Prove them wrong, Charlie. Just move your head. Every 20 minutes or so, the nurse would come in and ask if I wanted to put him to sleep. I could not hear the words she was saying. You want me to murder my friend? No. I want him to go peacefully in my arms hearing my voice and knowing he is loved. I called my children, and they agreed I should allow them to put him to sleep, and one of my children said I should have him cremated. <laughs> Whoa, you want me to murder my friend, and then you want me to set him on fire? Have you lost your mind? When the doctor came back in, I asked him how long it will be until he passes peacefully. The doctor advised, it could be hours or days. Days? He was totally limp and could not move on his own. So now, I have to make a decision. I can no longer say no. So I have to say yes to have him put to sleep. If I would have known in the morning that this was the last I was going to have a companion, I would not have done the procedure. I felt a sense of loss, betrayal, and heartbreak. The betrayal was mine. I betrayed him. I felt so guilty, and I could not stop the pain. Matthew 5, 4 how blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. I brought Charlie home and buried him under my bedroom window. My heart has a hole in it. Even my husband was visibly upset by this loss. So now you ask me, how does God fit into this story? As my children were getting older, they needed me less. Yet I still needed to envelop someone or something with my extra love that seemed to have nowhere to go. 
God presented me with this little guy just at the right time. He filled my heart where the hole was. His love was perfect. Romans fifteen thirteen. May God, the source of hope, fill you completely with joy and shalom as you continue trusting so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may overflow with hope. As I was speaking to God today about my loss and my heartache, I realized that my buddy was not perfect and he never would have made a good sacrifice. However, I asked God to bring him into his presence because I believe that Charlie can make even God feel special. He was that loving. I also asked God that when I see him, if he could pull out from behind his back my Charlie. And I laughed. Hopefully God laughed too. Isaiah 40.30 But those who hope in Adonai will renew their strength. They will soar aloft with eagle's wings. When they are running, they won't go weary. When they are walking, they won't get tired. So now I need God's healing in my life, his love to fill the void that I feel. My poor husband, he is trying, but he cannot help me. Only Adonai can give me what I need, to envelop me with his love the same way as I envelop Charlie. A full and surrounding love that loves, that knows no bounds and loves perfectly, no matter what is going on. God's love. No matter the loss, God is there. Does my loss have to be human in order for me to feel pain? No, it doesn't. Adonai Elohim sees me and my heart. He knows what I need and when. He understands my loss and how I feel because he created my friend, my buddy, my companion. He created him perfectly because that is what God does. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 6. For everything there is a season, a right time for every intention under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to refrain, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to discard. I thank the Lord for allowing me this love of this most perfect creation, most importantly to feel the great love that God's creation gave me. God in his infinite wisdom always knows what he is doing and when, and I praise his holy name. Second Corinthians 1.3 Praise be to God, Father of our Lord, Yeshua the Messiah, compassionate Father, God of all encouragement and comfort. Psalm 119.76 Let your grace comfort me in keeping with your promise to your servant. This is a promise to me and to you. I need Adonai, I need his grace, and I need his comfort. I am his servant. Give the Lord your grief and pain. He is there waiting to comfort you.